Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hi there, welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. I am your host today, Megan Bizzuto. I am the president of IAW and so excited to be back here to talk to another member from within the IAW community. This podcast is all about connecting you with our members, their stories, their journeys, their tools, and their tips to help you overcome challenges on your own journey. Today, I'm joined by Sarah Maynard, who is located in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. In 2021, Sarah received her master's in digital marketing communications from West Virginia University. As a digital marketing strategist, Sarah can help you have an enjoyable and effective digital experience. Anything from your website to your social media, Sarah shows you how to navigate and stay on top of your own digital world. Sarah also works as a digital presence educator and is the CEO and founder at The Start Effect. Sarah teaches teens and young adults, as well as the adult cheerleaders in their life, how to navigate the digital world and manage their online presence in a safe, healthy, and beneficial way. I'm so excited to have Sarah joining us here today. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you for for popping on the podcast to talk to me today. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so, so excited to be part of this. Um, So I am... I feel like I'm a lot of things, right? Like, who, who am I? That's like a humongous question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so I'm a, for starters, and the biggest thing that I am as a homeschooling mom, um, I have four kids who are 14 to eight. And so then with that, I also run my own business. So um, trying to make all of that fit in a day is um, challenging, we'll say. Um, but my... For my background, I started um, in uh, communications and I did television in college, which I thought I was going to be the next Katie Kirk. Like that was my career path. That's what I was going to do. And then I worked in television for two years and decided, no, there was no way that was going to happen. I was, <laughs> that's not, not my scene. Um, and so I worked a lot in a couple nonprofits and found I really, really enjoy working with kids and and just helping them kind of navigate the whole world and, and figure things out, right? Uh, so I, um, I was a programming coordinator, goodness words, for a nonprofit. And then I did some after-school programs. Um, then I was a stay-at-home mom for a number of years. And then in starting my own business, um, I work with pretty much people from all over. I work with small businesses. I work with creative entrepreneurs, um, helping them in the online space, and then my passion project um, is working, working with teens and tweens in the online space and helping them figure out how to do all of that, which is fun. <laughs> I love it. So you really have done a lot. And you've like, I, I love sharing the original vision of you wanted to be the Katie Kirk. I think that's, yes. that's <laughs> I love that. Um, similarly, I thought I wanted to be an accountant. I started my career in accounting and then decided no, I don't really want to be an accountant. So, (laughs) and that's, that's what we like to tell people, right? It's okay to pivot. It's okay to change. It is just because you start on one path doesn't mean that you forever have to be on that path. (laughs) Yes. 
Yeah, I think, and I, I don't know. I don't know how it is for me. For well, I know how it is for me. I don't know how it is for everyone else. Um, <laughs> but once, once I started on a path, just the idea of pivoting was so difficult because you have this idea that well, I've put all this work into this one thing, mm-hmm. like. I, I went and got, you know, I've got this education. I went and spent money on, you know, this training, but then you get in, into the day-to-day of something and it's not what you thought it was. It's not, it doesn't yep. actually fit the way you think it would. Yep. And I was good at it, right? I was, it, it wasn't that I wasn't excelling. I was good at mm-hmm. what I was doing. I just didn't have the passion for it. And I had invested a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of myself in developing skills and certifications and all of that. And work felt not painful. It wasn't painful, but it was, it was hard. It wasn't, it didn't fill me up. It didn't make me feel like I could do this for the rest of my life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think Um, that's a big piece that we don't think about a lot, especially, I mean, especially when we're young and starting out, we have these big ideas that everything's going to be turn out the way we think it's going to turn out. Um, I say when we're young, but I did that like three weeks ago. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you no, know. and that's, that's, that's the other thing is looking back, like I'm now 40, 43, 40 something. And looking <laughs> back, like, it's amazing how terrified I was of it was like, no, I could never do that. Right. I can't do that. I can't change my career. I can't completely walk away from everything I've built. Mm-hmm. But now I look at things and I'm like, oh, actually you can. And I, I have done it. Now mine came because I put it, I intentionally paused my career when my kids were home, I stayed home. And then it was like, oh, well, I don't have to go back to what I was doing before. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's, that's the timing worked. Right. But I'm curious, like from, from your perspective, um, cause we want to understand on your journey, like, was it was it clear what the next step was when you decided that, okay, we're not going to be Katie Kirk. This is, I don't want to work in TV or was there, was there, what was the kind of the next path? Yeah, no, there was no, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I, I knew I didn't want to work in television. I had uh, a relatively bad experience working as a general manager for the station on campus, um, mm-hmm. which is a story for another day. We could talk about a yep. long time from now, but <laughs> Um, but it really, really put me off from even exploring other options in that field. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just kind of, I don't know, I sat down and thought, you know, well, what is it that I really want to do? What is something that I find actual passion in? And that's work for me working with kids. Mm-hmm. So I took a year and volunteered with a group called Boys Hope Girls Hope in Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. They're actually across the world, but I was in the, the home in Detroit um, and just uh, volunteering my time to help those girls. And that really allowed me to take the time also to, to learn who I was Mm -hmm. and, and try and make some next steps from there. Yeah. So, and I love that you used volunteer as the bridge. I think that people don't often allow themselves to step into those opportunities and to see the, the volunteer opportunity as the way to gain some experience, to grow some skills, to build your network. Like there's so many benefits to, it also just fills you, it gives you, there's self-fulfillment, right? When you give back to a community and you're supporting something outside of your own, like it just makes you feel really good. But then there's all these other added benefits of helping you get to where you're going next. And I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And that really did. And I, I was really blessed to be able to have the privilege to do that because the organization 
um, paid for my room and board because I lived in a house with the girls. So that wasn't something that I had to be worrying about. So I was able to fully give myself to that Mm -hmm. position, which was really just a complete blessing for me. Right, right. So now you call yourself a digital presence coach. Can you tell us a little about what you do as a digital presence coach and how you ended up as a digital presence coach? Yeah. So this is a, this is a COVID story. Um, I, I always, I, okay. So sorry, back up. I love learning so much. I, if someone wanted to just pay me to just learn every day and not do anything else, that is actually what I would do. Um, <laughs> I would read all day and watch all the things <laughs> and yeah, take all of the classes. Absorb, um, just absorb, just absorb. Just absorb. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've always had a passion for how we communicate with each other and the whole digital world and looking at how it's progressed from, you know, the days that I taught myself how to type using AOL Instant Messenger to where we are now that it's just carrying your friends around in your pocket. Like, (laughs) it's just amazing how much it's grown. And I wanted to find a way to help build that bridge for people to say, you know what, this is a communication tool. The digital world is a communication tool at its core, really. And how can we help remember that that's what it is? because we can get so consumed by all of the things because there are all of the things (laughs) and, and how, how do we fit in it and how do we fit our business in it and how do we find balance? Um, And then working specifically with teens and tweens, that's really what I like to focus on is that your online things you do online really do affect you offline. And especially for that generation and our younger generations, they, they don't see it because it's so ingrained in how they behave and how they operate and how they just are in the world that it can be really difficult to see the, um, how one affects the other. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with eBooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. I have three young kids as well. So we've talked about this before, this, mm-hmm. this, the exposure that kids have to the world now and the, the online stuff and how scary it is as a parent to, to protect them, but also introduce it them. They, they need to learn technology, right? They need to be able to use it, but how do we keep them safe? How do we make sure that they're not tempted by what their friends are doing on some mm-hmm. chat system or by someone who sounds really cool in Roblox or whatever? Like, it, yeah, it's terrifying. Um, and, mm-hmm. and you and I have talked about this offline before. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come from the same perspective, but I think it's so important to empower them with the knowledge of how to be safe and how to use it appropriately and how to like, there's many benefits to being online. There's many benefits oh, yeah. to having a digital presence, but 
you have to do it the right way. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I like to talk about it. Like if you, you teach your kid how to drive a car, it's a tool that they use. And there are a lot of ways you can use a car that mm-hmm. are good, that are bad, that are, you know, there's safety things involved, but it is part of the life that we live that we, you know, for many of us, that's how we get around. Mm-hmm. And so we have to teach them, but the problem for a lot of, of parents and teachers is what I'm finding as I talk to more people is that we were never really taught how to do it. So mm-hmm. it's really difficult. You're right. We just, teach anyone we else. just had to figure it out. And I saw this yeah. with my kids when we went into lockdown two years ago, like they had to get on zoom, they had to get technology and they all figured it out. It was like, mom, just give me the meeting idea. I can do it. They didn't need me to sit down and help them get connected. And they just yeah. figured it out. And we did the same thing. Right. But I think that teaching them the correct way. Um, we have funny conversations in my house about when cell phones didn't exist, like when there was no technology, right? I, when, when my old, my oldest is 13, when she was four months old, we moved to Shanghai and there was no smartphone. There was no, I, like I was getting off that plane and I sent my husband a message and said, if you're not there, I'm turning around and going home. Like, cause I have no way to get a hold. I didn't have a laptop with me. I didn't have a cell phone that would work. Like, and that's how we used to live. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that was, and my kids are always like, what do you mean you couldn't call? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There was we no watched, airport Wi-Fi. Like, right. <laughs> Nothing. We watched um, one of our favorite family holiday movies as is for many people's home alone. Oh, and right. It. And so my kids this past year, they were like, oh, we know exactly what we would do if we got stuck home alone. We would call you. And I was like, well, that's not a fun movie. <laughs> like those things didn't exist. <laughs> it didn't exist. Yeah. And that's, it's like, it's, I mean, it's interesting because now we're like, I have a camera out front of my house. My, I get chimes, like when my door gets left open, I get like, mm-hmm. it, there's so much technology that enables, uh, I mean, home alone is a, a very extreme example of things very that extreme. can go wrong as a very, parent. Very extreme. <laughs> but I, it's, it's the, like, we have these security things in place, but it also, doesn't allow us to learn how to actually cope when something does happen. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. mom, just check the camera and make sure the door is closed. I'm like, yeah, but, <laughs> but if the, okay. the, you know, the electricity yeah. goes down and I don't have the camera. It, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that does happen. Solved, right? That does happen. That does happen. Yeah. Um, so one of the things, so we have, we have a few things we like to talk about on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, one is community because the IAW we're big on community and the, the, the thought that no one's alone on their journey, right? There's sometimes it can feel so lonely when you're making those big decisions or you're starting a business or starting something from scratch. Um, so one of the questions we asked is what's one tip you would like to offer our listeners related to community and how we can empower us all. You said, remember that you are, that you are human being, not human shooting push through all the, I should do this. And I should be on that to find a place and a direction that is safe, healthy, and beneficial to you. Can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah. So um, I think about this a lot because when the, when the pandemic started, that was when I really set myself on a journey to opening my own business. Um, But I also had no idea what I was doing. Um, So there were all of those shoulds. Well, I should, I should have, you know, this, this package on my website, I should offer this. I should make sure I have this um, uh, customer management software. I, um, you know, all of those things. And I, and I just thought that I should, 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 and I buried myself in mm-hmm. those things and mm-hmm. then didn't do anything 
for a while. <laughs> and right. for me, actually, it was finding IAW. My mom sent me a link when um, I think it was, ju- I mean, it was just like the whole Eastern half of the US or something was doing something online. And I was like, okay, I'll just sit. I'll just sit in the back and, yep. you know, yep. be okay. But uh, I, I was hooked after that first meeting. I was like, oh, there are, there are people who like care Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. and 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 it wasn't so much that I even had to ask for help because it was offered and it's Mm -hmm. so much easier to to accept that help when somebody's like hey I can do this for you as opposed to well I really I really should ask for help Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I don't want to burden somebody else I know everybody else is busy um, right right coming into the community where there's everybody wants everyone else to succeed. We all understand that there is an abundance and we are, we're just able to, to connect and give. Absolutely. Just, yeah. Yeah. Well, I always (laughs) love hearing that people attend our events and then feel that because that's the part of our brand, right? That's how we want people to walk away feeling. We want you to walk away feeling like that's a group I feel like I can be a part of, like it's, it's this idea that like, it's not a closed circle, right? Everybody is invited yeah. into the conversation and making that space where we can ask for what we need, because it's not always cool to, to meet someone new and be like, Oh, by the way, can you help me with this? Right. Yes. That, and when we talk about networking that can come across tough, but we actually put it out there, share your ask. How can we help support yeah. you? What do you need right now? And it gives you a space to do that, which I have found helps people feel more open to receiving the help, feel more open to actually asking it. And you said something about like the, the list of I shoulds, right? As you're, yeah. as you're starting anything, the, I, this, I do this myself. So it's very relatable where I make the big list of everything that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, now I'm paralyzed because there's yeah. so much on that list that I don't even know where to start. I can't mm-hmm. start, I can't start somewhere because it's all stacked and it's all this and it's all this. And like, exactly. And, and so my, my list of shoulds actually prevents me from doing anything. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, how, <laughs> so how have you found sort of the, 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 the forward momentum there? Like, is it just slowly chipping away and, and making progress in your business or has there been anything else? Other, obviously you said IAW, but anything mm-hmm. else that's helped you? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, as you were talking about the share your ask, I think that that is a great way to start thinking about how you want to prioritize your, your should list or to-do list, right? Because if it helps you think about, okay, well, what's that one thing I actually do want to ask people. Mm-hmm. So if that's the thing that you want to ask people, is that something that you should, or huh, I don't want to stop using the word should. If, <laughs> if you, is that something that you're called, that you're passionate about, that you you know, you want to put your effort into. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it is, what other things on your list fall into that category are going to help right. you get to that one thing that you're asking for. Yep. Um, and that's really helped me kind of streamline because I have ideas for days. I could, uh, every time someone says one thing to me, I'm like, here are the 50 ways we could do that. Um, which is not helpful <laughs> when you want to do all of the things. Yep. Um, I, <laughs> yeah. Um, I got on a list for this, uh, sticker company and they keep having deals. I do not need to create any more stickers, but I am because I, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with them, but I do sell stickers now. So that's because <laughs> I have 50 of them in one kind. So anyways, yep. Yep. um, but it's, I think it's 
it's important to allow ourselves to also have those moments to kind of squirrel a little bit. So for me, the stickers were a like, oh, I just, this is something I really actually enjoy doing. I really mm-hmm. love putting together and they're not going to be something that drives my whole business. I'm not going to have a sticker business, mm-hmm. but in, you know, on those days that I have just pushed so hard and felt like I haven't had any wins popping in to do something that gives me that much joy is yep. really helpful because I, I'm not everything that you have, that you do has to be productive, right? I mean, we should do things just for the joy of doing them, but yep. there are things for me that are le- that are really helpful to when I need an easy win, a productive wise, mm-hmm. right. Um, that right. just to, just to reset that mindset and say, you know what, actually I am good at this. I do know what yep. I'm doing. I know what I'm talking yep. about. <laughs> yep. Helps yeah. build your confidence. It helps yes. give you, give you inspiration. It helps. Okay. Yeah. I think, I don't know if you're familiar with Eve Rodsky. She recently wrote a book called finding your unicorn space and oh, your unicorn yeah. space are like those things that fill you with joy. It's those things that are not, it's not taking care of your kids. It's not things around the house. It's not working, but it's like, like a passion project. It's like some like mm-hmm. going dancing or your sticker hobby business, whatever you call it. Yeah. Like, so like having something that leaves you feeling like fulfilled, um, is really important. So, yeah. um, so in terms of your, your professional journey and challenges, one of the questions we asked, what's been one of your biggest challenges you faced and you say, getting out of my own way. I still struggle with this all the time, but I have found ways to combat it and push through the discomfort. And I, I, yeah. there's likely every woman listening to this, like, yep, I'm in my own way. I, that's, yeah. that's like, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like talking about how you overcame it. And I know that you say you still struggle with this, but what ways have you found to kind of overcome it, push through it, get out of your own way, essentially. Yeah. I, since we are always going to be part of our own story, right. We're going to constantly be getting in our own way. So I've, this is something that, uh, that you kind of have to evolve with, I think, and try different things. And for me, what's really worked is finding a business coach and somebody mm-hmm. to hold me accountable for things. Um, and to push me into that discomfort, to look at me in the face and say, you're not going to like this, but you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I do it and I feel so much better. And I learn whatever it is I needed to learn and, you know, get the thing out there, whether it's, you know, putting that offer out there and saying, you know, what, I, this is really uncomfortable to do, right? Just putting your thing, whatever it is you want to do, putting it out there into the world and having people say yes or no to it is terrifying. Um, <laughs> and so having someone who cares about what you do, cares about you as a person and is really looking to help, help you succeed, um, Mm -hmm. has been really, really helpful for me. Yeah. I, I, I love that you brought up coaching and accountability because I think that we do often, we doubt ourselves, right? There's that, Mm -hmm. the, we call it imposter syndrome. It's the voice in the back of your head that, oh, I have this offer, but no one's ever going to accept this. It's too much money. It's too much this. And if you don't put it out there, the answer is always no, right? Always. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's almost like we don't, we don't let ourselves even know because we're not willing to, to even risk the failure, but you never know. You mm-hmm. never know what somebody's response is going to be to, to what they see in you. And so yeah. having somebody that can coach you through just doing it, <laughs> just, yeah. okay, I'm doing it. 
um, yeah. I think is, is great because often um, we just, we get stuck in our own way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we can, it's not, it's not just us. We need somebody else to help pull us out of that or push us yeah. out of it, whatever, yes. whatever way. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Right at the beginning yeah. of the pandemic, um, a friend of mine and I became accountability partners and it has been, we were just talking about this actually a couple months ago because what has happened in our accountability check-ins with each other is yes, we talk about our, you know, our productivity wins. We talk about the things that we accomplished, but we also have really talked about the importance of self-care and, and really being each other's cheerleader when saying, you know what, for my check-in today, I didn't get anything done on my list, but I took a walk and I had a really good lunch. Like, and, and being able to celebrate that has been I mean, almost more effective than anything else I think that I've done because it's Mm -hmm. that external validation that taking my care of my, taking care of myself is important and can be celebrated. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, I, as a fellow working mom, I will celebrate your healthy lunch and your walk because those things don't always happen. Right. Exactly. (laughs) When they do, I feel better, but it's like the kids get off to school. I sit down in my office and I'm it's go time. And like, I never know what the back half of the day is going to bring once they come home and there's activities and everything. So Mm -hmm. like you get it working mom, like, and and women around the world, like it's, we balance so much. There's so much on our plates. And so I, I'm with you on celebrating the self-care, even if it's just a simple, Hey, I got out for a 15 minute walk. Yeah. I sat outside today and exactly right. It's just, you took a little bit of time Mm -hmm. that was just for you and not feeling guilty about it. Yes. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. 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 Because I I think that we often, (laughs) we do that to ourselves, right? Like, Hey, I took a 15 minute walk at lunch today. And it's like, I owe somebody an explanation for Mm -hmm. why I took care of myself. Yeah. And I, it's, it's fascinating that, that we work in that way. Right. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting how our brains kind of pick up on that. And they're like, well, I did this thing, but these are the things I didn't do. And there's, Mm -hmm. but there's always going to be things you didn't do always. That list is never ending. So take the time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're worth the time. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So as we start to wrap up here, I've loved this conversation and you sharing your, your journey and showing us really that pivoting is okay and completely possible. And just because you start out with one path doesn't mean that that's, that's where you have to end, right? That's mm-hmm. not, there's, there's lots of opportunities and, and things you can do along the way. Um, as we wrap up, any last minute words of advice or, or things that you want to share with our audience? Oh, um, find a good book to read that is not for business or your career. Mm. Find something and, and uh, take, take time out of, you know, no, I'm not going to say every day. Cause we all know that's not going to happen. Like take two days a week and read for 15 minutes on mm. something that is not that on is your phone. Not, that's yep. not, you know, on a social media platform that's just disconnected a real joy of doing it yes yep yep (laughs) yep I love it love it reading is actually my one of my like I I read for pleasure and that's that's my my one thing that I say to myself like it's every night I get like at least 15 minutes and it's 
helps. And it's not business books. Like I, I, my business books are there, but like, I, I have to read something different. So, but great tip. Well, Sarah, I love this conversation. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. And for those of you listening, um, we will link up to Sarah's social media on in the show notes so you can go find her and follow her and learn everything she is doing. If you have kids on the internet, go check her out. There's lots of great resources and information. Awesome. Um, Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.